Jeannie Siskel Meth again. Sorry I haven't recorded for a while. It's been a few days. I have been traveling and then we've been trying to fix some issues in our business. And as you know, everything has issues from time to time. And we're dealing with ours right now. We're doing some changes in one of our businesses, which takes a lot of time. So I apologize for being gone, but I also want to share with you some of the lessons I have learned about overcoming adversity. Everybody has adversity. Everybody has difficulties that they're dealing with. So if you find yourself in this moment dealing with difficulties, like I do and my family is right now, I want you to realize that this too shall pass. I'm sure you've heard that before. But let me give you a few steps that you can actually follow to help this pass right? Because time doesn't just heal all wounds. You have to help it heal. Time passing does help to a degree if you start taking steps to change it. And the first step I want you to take in trying to overcome adversity is make sure that you are not overreacting to what has happened. Uh, Nick Vujicic recently, I was reading one of his books. I had the pleasure of listening to him speak a while back. And I'm now reading his second book. And he talks about how, you know, in moments of despair or in moments of adversity when you're struggling, to make sure that you separate the situation from your emotions of the situation. And I thought that was great advice because sometimes when we have adversity or we're facing something difficult, the difficult thing is figuring out what is the reality of that situation and what is my emotion and how is it affecting the situation. Because if you are overwhelmed by emotions because of something that has happened to you in the past or you're overwhelmed by wondering what might happen or a fear of something that might happen, then that can make the reality of the problem even worse. So first, step number one is separate your emotions from the adversity. And then step number two is be grateful that it's not any worse than it currently is. Things can always get worse. And as long as you are alive, there is a chance that it will turn around. If your loved one is going through a sickness, if your loved one is dealing with difficulties, or if you are as well, there's always a chance. Sometimes you'll need to step outside of yourself and get some guidance or help from someone else. Because if you're stuck in the middle of it, it can be very difficult to see around. It can be very difficult to find a new solution to the problem if you're stuck in the middle of it. I'm sure you've heard before, you can't see the forest for the trees, right? The trees are too much in your way, so you can't see what's going on. The same thing is true when you're dealing with adversity. Sometimes you can't see the solution because you're too focused on the problem. The way to shift that focus is to be grateful 
for what you have. Be grateful for the house you have. If you just lost your house, be grateful that your family is with you. If you've just lost your family, be grateful that you have your health. If you've just lost your health, be grateful that you still have your life. If you've just lost a limb or a problem like that, be grateful for everything else that you have. There's always something to be grateful for, no matter how far down you have gotten. No matter what horrible thing has happened to you, someone else has lived through that same experience and they made it through. So look for the things to be grateful for. I have a saying on my wall that I see it the first thing I wake up every morning. First of all, there's a picture of Jesus coming out of the tomb because he is risen and he is alive and he's taking care of me and he loves me so much that he went through that. And then right underneath that, I have a saying that says, count your blessings because I have so many to be grateful for. There is not time to be bogged down in the negative and the problems and the oh woe is me. Because it's not oh woe is you. This challenge has been put before you just like this challenge has been put before me. So that I can grow, so that I can learn, so that I know that life is still moving forward. Even in the difficult moments, even in the troubled times. And the same is true for you. Whatever problems you currently find yourself dealing with, you can succeed. You can overcome. You can get better. I recently wrote a post for The Blaze with Glenn Beck. I am now a contributing author to his website and to his um, content on his webpage. I feel very grateful and very blessed to be able to do that. And I recently wrote about the minimum wage and some of the battles that is going on with the minimum wage. And there have been people on both sides, both comments, because I made the comment that if you want more, you need to provide more. So many times I go shopping now and I feel like I'm an intrusion on an employee. And I tell them, excuse me, (laughs) I am the customer and I need some help with something. And, you know, I'm, I'm not there to bother you in any way. I'm there to spend some money so that you can keep your job moving forward because your job pays for the things you like. You may not like the job that you have, but I'm sure you like the benefits of having a job. If you don't like the benefits of having a job, I'm sure you will quit very shortly. Then you won't have the benefits then you need to go find another one. There are other people who wish they had a job. (laughs) So count your blessings for having a job and smile. So many people get hooked up in that, well, I want more, I want more. You need to provide more. Smile. Ask your customers how you can help them, how you can serve them. If you don't work with customers, maybe you just do data entry in an office somewhere. Ask how you can help. Do it with a smile. Do extra. Show up early. Stay a little bit late. Well, I don't get paid for that. No, you may not get paid for it now, but karma always comes around. 
And it may take a little while because you may have some bad karma or a lag. There's always a lag time. I remember when I was teaching, I would have students tell me, but Jeannie, I've been in custody, in the state's custody for over a year now. I just want to go home. And I would ask them, yeah, but how long were you committing crimes before you were convicted? And it's always much, much longer than the time they've been incarcerated. And I would remind them that they had to pay their price. You see, everything you do comes at a cost, and you will always pay for it in one way or another. Sometimes the consequence is good because you struggled and you you overcame the adversity and you learned something new from it so that you never have to go through that adversity again. Sometimes we don't learn the first time that adversity comes around, and each time we don't learn, the price tag gets higher. And so I'm asking you, I'm inviting you, I'm imploring you to please learn from whatever challenge you're currently finding yourself in. If someone is calling you names and making fun of you, remember it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with the other person and the space they are in. Recently I have received some some very scathing emails that have... Um, been very difficult because they're from a person that I love and care for very deeply but I know where this person is coming from and I know that it is about them it's not about me now sometimes my husband has to remind me of that because of the frequency at which these emails come and because of the um in my opinion, brutal nature of what the person is sharing, what they feel is their truth. But it's very apparent that it's not their truth because of the way they word it and what they say. I know that this person is in pain and I'm praying for them and I'm praying for myself to have the dignity and the courage to listen without judging. I am praying for myself to accept what they are saying as their space, not my space. I am trying to overcome that adversity in the midst of all the other adversities that are going on right now. But I know that on the other side of all of these, it will be better. It will. I will be stronger. I will be better equipped to deal with more adversity as they come along. Because you see, as long as you are growing, as long as you are expanding, you will always have new things to learn. You will always have new adversities, new mountains to climb. And no two mountains are the same. So no matter how many mountains you climb, you will always have more if you continue to progress. So if you're currently facing adversity, that means that you are growing. That means that you are impacting more people. That means that you are helping more. And if you don't want to face adversity, that's okay. You can be like most of the people in this world that go to work and give just a little bit, just enough to get by, and then go home and turn on the TV and plug in for the evening. Don't even talk to their family. Don't even have meals together. Whatever. Just hide in their little house. You can be one of those people if you choose to. The adversities that come your way will not be near as as challenging as the ones when you are growing and expanding and getting better. 
I choose to grow and expand. I choose to deal with my adversity in the most gracious way that I can. I choose to ask for help, and I choose to pray to God to please continue to help me and move forward and learn from where I am. There are challenges that sometimes you have to learn to deal with. Some of you know that my mother has lived with me for some time now. Her health is declining very rapidly. And I am so grateful that I am able to have a caregiver to come in and help my mother so that I can continue to do the work that I was called to do. I am also taking more time off and spending it with her. She loves to be read to and I love to read. I am very blessed that I can sit on the couch with my mother, put her feet in my lap, hold her hand, and read to her, because I know that some day in the not-too-distant future I will no longer have my mother with me, and so I feel very, very blessed that I am where I am and dealing with what I have to deal with, because you know what? She dealt with my throw-up. She dealt with my dirty diapers. She dealt with those problems for me. And I'm more than happy to deal with them for her. The other day she made the comment that, Aren't you sick of me yet? And I said, Mom, no, I'm not. Did you get sick of me when I was little? And she was honest with me, and she said, Yes, I did. (laughs) So I said to her, Well, then I guess I'm better than you because I'm not sick of you. But I also do have someone come in and help care for her for a few hours during the day. Because it does help me get a break. It does help me love my mother more. No, let me rephrase that. It doesn't help me love my mother more. It helps me continue to be there when she needs it. You see, I am not a high nurturing person. There are people who have that. Recently, I've been doing quite a bit of personality testing and talking to some of you about it. And and I would love to invite you to go to www.mybankcode.com forward slash JCM. That's mybankcode.com forward slash JCM. JCM is for my initials, Jeannie Cisco Meth. I want you to go there and look at the cards, read the cards, then you're going to arrange them in an order. Then you'll give me your email. Your You don't have to give me your phone number, but definitely your email and where you live. And then it will send you a report that tells you a little bit about what makes you you and what your strengths are now all four personality types you have in you you have the knowledge you have the blueprint you have the action and you have the nurturer those are all in you but they are there to varying degrees my nurturer is quite low but it is there when I need it and when I need to draw on it but there are other people who their first code is nurturer they love taking care of people and so I feel so blessed that there are nurturers in this world that I can have come in and help me care for my mother at a very high level so that I can just have fun with her and I can clean her up when I need to and I can shower her when I need to I can change her clothes but I don't have to do it 24 hours a day seven days a week because when I was doing that I did that for two and a half years 
I get tired, I get angry, I get frustrated, and and that is no way to treat my mother. That is no way to treat myself either. I am a valuable, worthwhile being, and others treat me the way I ask to be treated. Now, mother is not cognizant of what she says or what she does. And so in order to take care of myself, I have to get some distance between us sometimes. You may find yourself in a challenge with a family member or a boss or someone you work with that you may need to get some distance from once in a while. I invite you to treat yourself like the valuable person you are and take that time for yourself. Many people over the years have told me, Jeannie, you need to take care of yourself first. And and I thought I was doing that. But then when I had someone come in and help me with my mother, I realized I was not doing it as well as I should have because I saw the change in myself. And I know that mom is taken care of and okay. And I'm so grateful for that. The other challenges, financial challenges, my husband and I were talking about that this morning. Guess what? If you have financial challenges, there are a lot worse things that could be going on right now. Our kids are healthy. They're beautiful. My my family, for the most part, is healthy and strong. You know, there are aches and pains here or there. And I know my mother is declining, but my kids are good. The circle of life can be difficult to deal with sometimes, but it is just that. It is reality. And if you find yourself dealing with that in circle of life, spend some time with those near you. Spend some time with your family. And if it causes financial difficulties, learn how to cut back so that you can... I don't want to say balance because I don't believe there is balance, but there is definitely a time when you lead with family and other times you lead with your job or your business or your career and you can blend those and bring them into harmony and work together and deal together with them in a way that will provide you and others around you with benefit. That's what I'm talking about today. How do you overcome adversity? First of all, you separate your emotion from reality. Second of all, you count your blessings. And third, count your blessings again. And as you continue to count your blessings, you will start to realize that your focus is shifting and that you have moved from one of despair and hopelessness to one of hope and gratitude and solutions. Because when you come from a grateful heart, you are on a different vibration. It feels different. And when you feel different, when you feel that empowered, successful mindset, you can use it to think of new ideas to solve your problem. That out-of-the-box thinking, so to speak. If you find yourself in a difficult situation, take 30 minutes Sit in a quiet room all by yourself and list everything that you are grateful for. Your teeth, your eyesight, your hearing, your ability to smell, your ability to walk, your ability to talk. You could go on and on. The, the fact that we have toothbrushes and you can brush your teeth. The fact that we have toothpaste that tastes good. The fact that we have soap that smells good. Shampoo and conditioner. The fact that we have running water. 
the fact that we have water to drink. There are so many things to be grateful for. No matter where you are, you can find something to be grateful about. I want to thank you for joining me again today. I want to invite you to please get in touch with me. Let me know how I can be of more service to you. I also want to invite you to check out mybankcode.com forward slash JCM. Check it out and uh, go in there, fill out the cards. It's going to send a report. Plus, it will send a report to me. And then I can get in touch with you and say, thank you so much for listening to my podcast and being part of it. Uh, we're also doing some classes. If you live here local in the in the Utah, um, Cedar Hills area, Salt Lake, Orem, Provo area, get in touch with me. I'd love to invite you to one of our trainings because I'd love to meet you. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to this today. Thank you so much for being a part of my community. Make sure you share it with others so that they too can be uplifted and inspired. Have a fabulous day and bye for now.